And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back once again to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about the movies. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a very interesting film that got me thinking a lot. It's called Law Abiding Citizen. Mm -hmm. It's directed by F. Gary Gray, and it stars Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler. Kind of a dynamite cast. It's a very strong cast and a very, very strong idea, too. Mm -hmm. Here's what happens in this film. Gerard Butler plays Clyde Shelton. He's an everyday guy. He has a nice wife and a daughter. One night, somebody knocks on the door of his home. He opens it up. They hit him with a baseball bat. They proceed to rob the house and apparently sexually abuse and then murder his wife and his little girl. The two criminals Mm -hmm. are caught, but they make a deal with the district attorney, and they wind up being freed, and Clyde Shelton, the Gerard Butler character, decides that he is going to take justice into his own hands. He is not only going to take care of these two murderers, but he's going after the district attorney who orchestrated this plea bargain. Well, he's going to go after anyone and everyone who had any association whatsoever with the case. That's right. That could be a judge. It could be, you know, one of the attorney's aides. I mean, anybody who had anything to do is on his path. And what happens, of course, is that he is arrested for murdering the murderer. He is put into prison. But for some reason, even though he is totally locked up, these murders of the people that he's after continue to happen, and everybody is wondering why. That's a very intriguing mystery component to this film. Of course, we're not going to give anything away, but usually I can figure out movies like this having a devious mind, and I know you can too, Les, because that's your stock and trade to write crime novels. But I thought this was very well done, especially in the first hour. I think the midsection of the movie bogs down, and then the last hour of the movie is preposterous. But the first hour is quite good. I thought the first hour was terrific. I think what happened is that somehow F. Gary Gray, the director, lost control of what was going on here, and the film gets a little bit loony towards the end. But I think that that first hour, F. Gary Gray really got the adrenaline going with that rip-roaring series of shocking scenes that really sets up Clyde's remarkable, inventive M.O. right from the beginning. And you are quite intrigued to see how does this guy keep coming up with so many fascinating ways to get rid of people. And at the same time, he is either in isolation or he's making outrageous requests from the prison authorities, and then he turns whatever those requests are into yet another crime scene. I thought there were some very interesting twists and turns. At the beginning, he demands dinner at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and he wants it exactly at 1. And when it is delivered at 8 minutes after 1, he says, whoops, too late, somebody's going to die, and somebody does. Exactly right. Interesting, very interesting. Here's what I thought, though, Les, and I have to say this. Okay. I don't think that the character that Jamie Foxx plays, Nick Rice, who is the attorney, the district attorney in this film, Mm -hmm. I don't think he was a good match for the Gerard Butler character. I think he played him. He tamped down the emotional 
content of his performance, I think the movie would have been heightened if his character had been slightly more cunning. That would have been a better cat and mouse game, I think, between the two main characters because, frankly, Gerard Butler wins this movie. Oh, definitely. And as you know, I'm very fond of Jamie Foxx. I mean, I still remember Ray, which got him the Academy Award. He was brilliant. He was so wonderful in that. I think that the character of Nick Rice that Jamie Foxx plays He's not a heroic kind of guy. He is the kind of district attorney who will make any sort of a deal rather than risk losing the case. Mm-hmm. He's very, very ambitious, and it's his ambition that kicks off what yeah. happens with the Clyde Shelton character. And I don't think that Jamie Foxx found the shadows and the darker side of mm-hmm. this character right. the way he did with Ray. And I guess that... F. Gary Gray, the director, didn't mess with him that much and just said, gee, he's a big star. Let him do what he wants. I don't think you can let any star do what they want. I don't think so either. One of the other interesting facets of the writing and the screenplay here was that Gerard Butler's character, Clyde Shelton, starts out as a protagonist. And we, the audience, are cheering him on because we want him to get vengeance. Then he becomes the antagonist. That's a very curious switch. And I thought that was handled very well, that kind of segue from being the one that you're rooting for to the one you're going like, ooh, he's going too far now. But I liked that whole concept. I think that was a very interesting way to approach this kind of a film. Frankly, towards the end of the movie, you know, the torturous aspects of what Clyde is up to, eventually I thought they kind of warm out the audience. And for that reason, I think, too, eventually you're looking at this character and you're saying, oh, he's just another sicko. And the movie tends to go into the direction of a hostile movie or Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. It shouldn't have because the movie was better than that. I think it could have been better than that. And for that reason, Anne, Mm -hmm. as much as I loved the first hour of the film, and as much as I liked Gerard Butler all through the film, and I've never particularly been crazy about his work before. But Neither I have I, but I liked him this. liked this. him in this very much, mm-hmm. but I can't give the film a green light. I certainly can't give it a red light. I'm giving it a very, very strong, pulsating yellow light. I think that if you want to see a film like this that will make you think and will make you cringe Uh in several places, Law Abiding Citizen is for you. So yellow light for me. Okay. You know, Law Abiding Citizen held my interest. The story was grim but fascinating. And Butler was curiously watchable like an accident that you just can't take your eyes off of. Fox has his own persona. I just wished that the writers had given him a slyer persona. I think that would have made the movie much better. But for me, law-abiding citizen rates a yellow light. Okay, two yellow lights for Law-Abiding Citizen, directed by F. Gary Gray, written by Kurt Wimmer, and starring Jamie Foxx and Gerard Butler. What are we going to give our next film? Stick around, look for us again, because we go to the movies all the time. We're going to come back to review another film very, very soon. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews, who sends us out to see these films every week, is hoping that the next time we go out to watch a movie, we're going to see you there, too, having a great time. Bye-bye, everybody. 
Hello everyone, my name is Matt Neglia, and I am the host of the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Film Entertainment Awards website, nextbestpicture.com. On our show, we explore all year long what is possibly going to win Best Picture at the Oscars. We do this by conducting interviews with people within the film industry, holding weekly reviews of the latest theatrical releases, and on our main show, where we dive into various different topics, answer your fan questions, and also do our best to explore Oscar history's past in hopes that it will tell us something new for this upcoming award season race. We hope that you will join us on all the various podcasting networks. We look forward to seeing you over at nextbestpicture.com.